Danny. I was wondering how long we were going to let them listen to the kids upstairs before you said, hey, Danny. Yeah, Danny, we're really we're really uh, not only just close vicinity wise, like in the same city and state, but literally maybe we're actually yeah, touching. You're, you're touching me right now. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a it's not in an inappropriate way, but no. in a hey, we're podcasting next to each other type of way. Right. Well, it's necessary when you're in mom's house uh, where you used to sleep. I slept in this room that we're sitting in and recording this podcast, and it's not a most professional podcast right. setup per se. And there are how many children upstairs? Um, Eight. The, yeah, the kind of the Nine. kind of house that makes you wonder: Has anybody here thought about the the issue facing the planet known as overpopulation? <laughs> that's the that's the question that's asked. I like to think when mom purchased this house, she was definitely thinking. You know, potentially in 27 years, will someone be podcasting in the basement? (laughs) That's, you know, obviously she built the acoustics for that. Uh, But uh, sarcasm aside, obviously we're here for Thanksgiving. Yeah. How's it going? How are you? It's good to see you I got to I got to meet Heather. Yeah, how was and that for you? It good? was great. I'm mm-hmm. so so excited to meet the other half of uh, of, of Mr. Montemagno. Um and now we're going to have an amazing family Thanksgiving. We here's yeah. we've had a few Thanksgivings together before. Yeah, quite a few actually. I think it's it's why when I was down here with Heather not too long ago, we didn't see each other. We, we talked about yeah, it, yeah. but we were down here. I, I asked mom and I said, "What's going on with Thanksgiving? It's almost mm-hmm. tradition at this point to do something down here, whether it's up north or mm-hmm. down here. Um, this will be, I think, my first Thanksgiving in the valley because most of the time we go up north. This is this is honestly only the second or third Thanksgiving we've had in this house, given that I do Thanksgiving with Shauna's family, my in-laws, our family, mm-hmm. pretty much every year. Yeah. But most of the time, it's you know, it's in the uh, more more. Uh, the more remote location. It's almost like an Airbnb Thanksgiving. You know, yeah. we get to be in the woods and in the cabin and uh, have all the scotch we want with no worries about, not that we're not going to do that anyway, but yeah. um, family is, this is a great time. Honestly, yeah. I'm a, really, I'm really excited about it. I'm, and I'm really glad you're here. Yeah. I'm glad to be here. And it, it was really fun. We, we flew down last night. We got in real early. Oh man, we got up at like oh, one o'clock. I think our flight came. It was delayed a little bit. Luke, wow. Luke t- picked us up in the element. It was Heather's first time in the back of the element. The element, by the way, if you don't know what the element is, oh, it's, <laughs> it's phenomenal. So the Honda Element is one of the the greatest vehicles that have ever been produced uh, yeah. in mankind. A utility vehicle like no other. Yeah, yeah, I mean the it's so great. We were talking last night. So Heather, when she was sitting in the back seat, I was like, "How does that feel?" Right. And when you're in the back seat, you're about like five feet higher than everybody else. That's what it feels like. You're just cruising. You're seeing the whole yeah. world in a new perspective. And then I was like, you know, these seats, they fold up and you can fit a whole inflatable mattress in the back yep. of that thing. It's great. It's one of the finest vehicles. And when I moved to Seattle six years ago. There's the kids, by the way. <laughs> yeah, so, so one thing that you're going to witness about this episode is it is a special edition uh-huh. of Coffeehouse Blunders with perhaps some children screaming uh-huh. and some some acoustics of people stomping right. upstairs that's but exactly what it is we said we looked at each other when when our eyes locked when you walked in the room <laughs> not too long ago <laughs> and we're like should we make this happen i was like well pro- probably we right. haven't missed a week yet and, but no but we did it for you i mean the mm-hmm. listeners i mean i we i personally hope we both hope that you're listening to this podcast in a moment of whichever suits you, is it a moment of bringing family together or giving you that needed escape from family? I we won't judge either way. This is a judgment free podcast. But whatever you need, this podcast can be there for you on Thanksgiving or over the Thanksgiving weekend. But we had to make it happen because um, 
even if it's short. Yeah. And, you know, we're not going to miss a week at this point. We've come no. too far. I mean, so I we, told you. We hope that you in, invite us into your family life. Your family life. But I think I, it was extended so, But family. a lot of people, one of the things I love about Thanksgiving, I'm just going to say real quick, I mean, because this is a family special mm-hmm. Thanksgiving episode, is I personally have always been a part of a lot of Thanksgivings with a lot of people in my family who aren't necessarily blood to mm-hmm. my family. Sure, yeah. Right? And that's important to me because I have had a very unique uh, childhood. Uh, uh, my parents were divorced when I was little. Mm-hmm. I share this often. I same, air my, same with me. Right. Yeah. I air out my dysfunction regularly on Chess TV. So anybody who follows me on Chess TV knows that I'm not afraid to, to speak that. But so my parents were divorced when I was little. And so I had two families. And so you deal with different types of drama and dysfunction and good things too. And it, it helps you become the person you are. We're not, I'm not here to, this isn't therapy. Okay. I've got, you know, I pay somebody to listen to my problems. Don't worry about it. But um, the, but the point is I, I've, never really wanted to pass down a tradition that I think you see in TV or you you know families think of, which is like Thanksgiving and, and the holidays are a time where we, you know, suppress how we really feel and do whatever we have to to put up with our family. It's the one time of the year where we have no choice, but we have to face something that we don't always like. And I don't even judge that, but I think a lot of people feel that way about the holidays. And I personally, um, I've had other issues and other like forms of heartache around the holidays. No, seriously, right? But, but I've always also had a lot of people in my life that aren't my blood yeah and but i consider them family yeah I think, and i really yeah. like that about our time together over the holidays and other people i've had in the holidays where it's like i don't i don't go my family is not just the intimate or the blood that i have to put up with i put up with some dysfunction i'm not saying i don't but you get what i'm saying i like I, that I, it's you know thanksgiving is one of those interesting holidays too because once i moved away from cleveland i was so far away from everybody like you, you you have a lot of family local but it's actually right. interesting that so much of your family is here locally but then also so many people come that are extended family and when i moved to arizona there was the threshold of that thanksgiving is so close to christmas and going all the way to cleveland is like six or seven hundred dollars is very expensive so you get to that point where you're like all right what am i going to do for thanksgiving it's this in-between holiday right and we did a lot of friendsgivings and then i think once i did one last year actually did a friendsgiving i think a few years ago we did we did up in up, up north and I think it's one of those interesting things where when I walked into the house down here, it was very warm and welcoming. In fact, uh, dad, he actually like thought that I was Luke, which is funny. He's like, I just whatever the beard, right? Gives it away. And, uh, I don't know. To me, I, I do love it. I think I'm very thankful that there's so many people, at least in our lives, that are very welcoming, right? And in fact, it was, it was funny when, uh, we were, talking to Shauna earlier, we're just like joking about the podcast and things like this. And Heather's sitting there and Heather just met all of them maybe a month ago for like 30 minutes, but already part of the family, right? Right, right. I think it's something very unique. Uh, Maybe this family is unique, but I hope that all families are unique like that, that are very warm and welcoming and bring it in. Uh, But then, you know, it's it's interesting because it's been quite a few years, but since you have so many children, <laughs> they are growing up so fast. OMG, right? I took a look at... Sometimes we, you add an F in that. OMFG. Uh, yeah. Right now it's just OMG, but I hear you. Go ahead. I took, a look at, <laughs> I took a look at Nash and I was like, who is this kid? Right. He's like, he's... He's got new Jordans and he's I got know. like, he's got this sw- slicked over hair. Uh, he's been so into his hair. He's got swagger. I mean, no, he does. And he's way, as somebody who really believes in the importance of finding yourself through insecurity and mm-hmm. that, you know, never always have fear of the underdog. You and I are, were both late bloomers. And mm-hmm. I, and I look at our, our life and think like, you know what? 
you know, even though my teenage years were not my best years, I look at it like I grew in different ways, even though like I, I struggled with some of that self-confidence and insecurities and in finding myself. I look at my, my him and I'm like, gosh, I hope you just like sometimes get your heart broken or get insecure <laughs> about it because he is just like so freaking confident about stuff. And on the one hand, as a parent, you're like, wow, like this kid's crushing it. I, he's crushing it. I think I'm doing okay. And like, I'm, but it's like, he's definitely the kid where I'm like, and he oh, he is he he is humble and has a great heart, but he just has like a huge like outward like level of like swagger and confidence that yeah. everybody says that when they see him like like he just like walks around and I'm just like, like no big deal like He's no just big like, deal I'm like, here I'm here I'm like, Nash don't like, worry about it like you should know who I am I'm just gonna walk around and do my thing <laughs> right. and, and it's and it's quite interesting it scares me right yeah. I, mean, I mean who knows in ten years from now we could be talking like you know you. I mean, as a parent, you have this moment where, like, you don't want any of your kids to be in prison. You don't, but beyond the the extreme jokes of, hey, I don't want my kids in prison, like, you want them to have empathy. Yeah. You want them to know that, like, like putting yourself in someone else's shoes is also a skill. Yeah, totally. Not just, yeah, yeah. like, being smart or good at it, right? And me and Sean are really big on that, and that's why I like to think we're doing a good job, but, like, I also want a really confident kid. I want them to be confident out in the world and, and be strong in who they are, but he definitely comes across as a little bit like, hey, I'm Nash. I would I would say what's what's what I've noticed, though, there's a, there's a limit to that, right? You want him to be confident, but not cocky. Yeah, exactly. I think that's the key of it, and, he, and like, and I was like, and I was like, hey, bro. I was like, I was like, hair's looking good, like nice shoes. And like, he's like, yeah, he, he was still humble, right? I think that's an important part to it. Is that when I was growing up, I think you're right. You know, I was a, I was a big nerd. I, you know, I worked at GameStop. I was at an FBLA, which is Future Business Leaders of America. Damn, I, you're right, you were. Yeah, yeah, the damn straight. <laughs> put an FBLA for life. Isn't I, that tattooed on your shoulder? I think I thought so. It was. <laughs> and uh, I was running the the website. Okay. And, doing I, I did a you would go to this fbla because this is, this is like this is old school i right? we went to future business leaders of america like once a year uh conference mm-hmm. so everyone in fbla because you know there's there are those kids that in the debate club and in that other thing where they debate like their countries or whatever right right i forgot what that's called our listeners it's can debate i don't know debate whatever <laughs> but fbla you go and you you take for fun this is for fun you go and you take like quizzes and challenges. Like right. I'm going to go take a coding challenge and a math right. challenge, like outside of school. Like this is what I would do. So right. when I was walking, was, you were there by choice. Yes. Right. That is a hundred percent accurate. <laughs> you're there by choice. And what was interesting is I think in my group, I was, when you're around a lot of people like you, you have a lot of confidence in that group, but outside of that group, you don't. So that's why I think it's interesting to see Nash walk around with, with a lot of confidence. And I was like, man, I, w- I really kind of wish that I had that kind of confidence growing, growing up. And maybe it would have been a little bit different, but then I don't look back and regret that at all because yeah. it really formed who I am now. Because I think the confidence, you kind of get that crushing. And, and the question I have is like, when you have a lot of confidence, when you get that blow, cause everyone's going to get that blow, right? You're going to get that crushing blow. Something's going to happen. Life, right. It's life. Life destroys you <laughs> right it happens <laughs> but you get back up from it right, right. so i'm kind of curious to see like no i, I am too and sean and i talk about that too because we read a lot of you know i mean she's an educator sean you know so she deals with kids both our own kids and then you deal with the personalities and the, and the difficulties and the struggles and the growth of other people's kids and yep. like so you learn a lot and you see a lot and so on that note we read a lot about education and i've, I've kind of mentioned this but we don't talk a lot about education on this podcast in general but like it's a huge passion of ours and yeah. we talk about you know we look into different different types of, you know, develop, you know, forward thinking educational methods and developmental stuff with the brain and all kinds of stuff. And it's it, one of those things about our society that's interesting is you have a lot of people now who 
recognize that part of the reason they are who they are and where they are is because of those tough moments. And mm-hmm. then you don't learn, put it this way, like you want your kids to show all the characteristics and the attributes of someone who's persevered, who's pushed through things when they're hard, who's overcome difficult obstacles, yet we're so afraid of our kids facing those moments that will help them develop those characteristics that we're so proud of, right? Yeah. And so I always say, like you, you talk about confidence versus cockiness. And as someone who taught I taught chess, but it was I, I taught professionally. I also have talked to Sean about that. But one of the big psychological things I said was the difference between confidence and cockiness is very clear. Confidence is the actual belief that you that you're capable of anything if you do your best and you take care of what you should take care of. Cockiness is you'll get what you want because the other people aren't going to do as good as you. Mm. So cockiness is a, is a frame of mind that's literally allows laziness to creep in. It allows entitlement to creep in, to creep in because you think you're going to get what you want because you're just better than them. So actually that leads to you not getting what you want, but there's nothing wrong with confidence because then ultimately if you don't get what you want, but you're a confident person, there's only one person to point the finger at. That's yeah. yourself. So so if you actually are confident enough to believe that if you do what you're capable of doing, you will get what you want, that's the that's kind of the psychological game that I always like. You want to be confident, not cocky, because one leads to positive characteristics, attributes that are about self-reflection, taking responsibility for the things you did. Because if you lost, let's say, a chess game, yeah. the only way to look was like – and that's where chess was good for me because I always wanted to be a team sport, but I was really short and little, and I didn't want to – I couldn't be – I couldn't do stuff athletically that maybe my brothers and other people could do. Um but chess was also something that I think really helped me in the bigger picture because in team sports, especially if you don't have the right parents, your team loses and people like they can always you can always point fingers at something else, somebody else, the ref or whatever, right? Chess, there's like literally one person to blame when you yeah. lose. And it, there's a mono mono aspect of being outsmarted by somebody, right? So I think that helps as far as those sort of characteristics we talk about. I don't want to get too uh, philosophical as Danny can do. But I, I really like that. I think the difference between this, just the psychology of, I just taught Nash my version of what I believe responsibility is, integrity. And it, what that what my version of that is very simple. Being responsible, being somebody of integrity is very simple. It's doing the most you can for the people you can do it for. That simple. Yeah. So I was talking to him about being nice to his brother and cleaning up the room, right? I'll share with you. I said, Nash, I'm not asking you to go wander the town where we live and pick up all the pieces of trash that you and I both know are out there. Okay, if, if I walk over a piece of trash, I pick it up, right? But yeah. we all know that there's a lot out there. Just like it's not my job to go and, and be with you know his friends. I don't want to say names, but like because they don't have a dad and their parents were divorced and they're little. It's like I would love to, to do everything I can for them. It's not about love, but it's not my responsibility. And I... I have to have integrity by being responsible for those that are my own, right? And so the point is what I'm asking you to do is clean your room, be kind to your brother, and being responsible is doing the most you can for those you can do it for, period. Yeah, That's what it is. It's like limits and boundaries and knowing what you need to do to kind of maintain a certain level. Right. Yeah. So like this is the level that I can do, right? I can, if a, if a bunch of papers blow off a table, like maybe I should go take those help that out right right? um but if there's a construction site and a bunch of things fall like i'm not gonna be able to help with that it's a literally construction but there's like five people there right right? there's certain levels of of going and and helping that's a terrible analogy no i think no i think it's i think it's just like a level of like everyone knows like we're all capable of doing the most we can and like because integrity is a very personal thing yeah you know whether you're doing the most you can for those you can do it for and only you know. Yeah. Not every and, and and the thing about that that's kind of nice is it's actually dynamic because there may be some people who can do more 
for others and for more people. Yeah, they can actually so have having, having integrity yeah. is actually a very personal thing. There are people who I believe are capable of doing more for more people, and are they in integrity with doing that? Right. So everybody, everybody's version or definition of what that means can change. Yeah, and there's one thing too that's really interesting that I've found recently, which is just because you can do something doesn't mean that maybe you should do something. And I'll give you an example is a lot of what I do at work is a lot of public speaking and things like that. But a lot of my job shouldn't be trying to do all that public speaking. It should be looking at my peers that want to be at that level and get there and helping them achieve that Mm -hmm. level, right? So not only am I the only person that can do that, but I've literally brought Right. These other people up to the level that and and help them get there, right? right? Because they're capable. Sometimes they need that nudge, which means that just because I can do all the conferences and I can do all this doesn't mean I should be right. doing and all that, right? That's responsibility, and, yeah. and it's it's responsibility of of actually, and it actually helps in a weird way. It sounds like oh, James can do all these things, but just because I can doesn't necessarily mean that that's going to help the greater good, right? right? Can I tell you something? Go for it. So I want to tell all of our listeners that this entire time, Danny has been staring intensely into my eyes while we record. I can't not look at you while we talk because I feel like it's a weird thing. Have you ever ever recorded with uh, Frank in person? So Heather asked me, have you ever recorded with anyone before? And I've never, I've recorded with two people. My friend Josh, who does a show, Entertainment 2.0. We were in Phoenix, actually. And he, he didn't stare at you like this. He did not know. I was at my <laughs> computer. He had his own mic. Okay. And then we have in, at Microsoft, we have a, uh, in Channel 9, which is like our YouTube for developers, we okay. have a recording booth that has five microphones similar to this, uh, all lined up, and they have a, a professional equipment to record on. And okay. last week, my other, my buddy James and I recorded the Xamarin uh, podcast together. Frank and I have never done it, even though we live a half a mile apart from each other. That is hilarious. Yeah, but it's we're in our zone, we're in our own place. It's, it's very hard for me to not like speak directly to you because that's mm-hmm. what we do in the podcast. And if you want me to, I can stop staring at you right now. No, what's <laughs> what's interesting is that there'll be less edits because. Since you can see someone, you can shut up essentially right, and right. let them talk. Yeah, no, I I haven't nearly I haven't talked over you nearly <laughs> as much as I normally do. I I hear you on that. <laughs> yeah, and, and a lot of people upstairs they were asking. So we're downstairs, and a lot of people upstairs were asking. Uh, you know, Luke was asking like, how do you edit? How do you go through this? Because ATP, for instance, is an, another podcast we listen to, and you know, they spend hours editing and doing this. I'm like, oh, it's all live to tape, right? So unless there's something with Zencaster going on that I have to go in and silence things or adjust um, drifting. Sometimes we have bad connections yeah. and stuff, and what, but we rarely, rarely. I mean, honestly, I rely on you for. I, I don't know how much editing you put into our stuff, but you've said it's not much, or is it? It's, it's not too much. Like don't this, don't hold it back. I mean, you know. No, it's, let me know what you're doing here. It's it's live to tape. So <laughs> if people are interested in how a podcast works, at least nowadays, is we record in Zencaster, which is this awesome program. We always have links in the show notes. It records our audio. It goes through post production automatically, right? Which will take our two streams, combine them into one, crosses the streams, Great. and then and, uh, take that Ghostbusters. Yep, you yep. do cross. The you streams. do cross the streams. Okay, and then it. A levelizes, takes out background noises. I don't know if the child filter will be on in this episode or not. <laughs> it's hard to take out the uh, pounding upstairs. <laughs> and then it drops it into Dropbox, and then I take that, add intro music, outro music, listen a little bit, and then publish it to Fireside, man. It's it's up and running. I write some show notes. It's it's up and done in like 10, 15 minutes. Wow. So it's, it's, unless something terrible goes wrong, and this one can't because there's only one stream right. of audio, so you can't cross them in, in, in weird ways. But yeah, but... I don't know. I figured this episode, we should go around the table and say what we're thankful for. It's so you close know, to- that would be because this is a small table. Yeah. There's only two of us. Yeah. So um, 
And I want our listeners to write in and tell us. Yeah, what you know what? That would be great. And do we want to get to? Do we want to? Do we want to go that now? Or do we want to go to the listener? We had some great listener feedback from somebody. Well, I am thankful for our listeners. Okay, so and for go. our listener. Well, I, you know what? I'm really thankful for that's a is slam dunk. By the way, <laughs> yep, dunked it, Jordan. Um, I'm really thankful for well, not only for you being here, wanting to record, being with me for now 32 weeks straight on this ridiculously what, amazing podcast. What are we even doing with this podcast? But we're doing it. So that's yeah. I mean, I appreciate you reaching out to me. I mean, I, I'm thankful for you know. It's always you know Thanksgiving is like family coming together. Uh, I like that my my mom. She recently, so I got three moms. I got a lot of moms, yeah. right? So um, my mom Kathy, which is not to be confused with my other mom Kathy. Uh, I have to, I'm going to Vegas before going to Cleveland for Christmas, and I love that my mom emailed me and she's like, "Can you place a bet for me?" And I'm really appreciative of that, which is really funny just to do. And I'm going to go home for Christmas. We're going to go to Wisconsin. It's going to be really good. So I'm thankful for just everyone coming together. The 80 degree weather here in, oh my in Phoenix it, is it is gorgeous. gorgeous. It is gorgeous. So no, seriously, I played yeah. golf with my dad today. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, I'm thankful for Heather putting up with me for two and we just had our two and a half year anniversary. Anniversary it's awesome yesterday um i mean i'm it's crazy to think that i met her two and a half years ago in phoenix now we're in seattle now we're back in phoenix it's mm-hmm. just this whole and then she's gonna be introduced to this family it's like the full full circle right now that she met that was the right word not monty the full circle the not full, full circle the full monty yeah. she's experienced the full monty of all the montemagnos yeah um which is good so that's what i'm thankful of course you know and and Luke is just, I don't know if you've seen the turkey shenanigans that he's going through. No. I'm thankful for that. Yeah, yeah. He's crushing it. I am also thankful. I'll start with that for Luke's turkey shenanigans because Kathy kind of sent out like a group assignment text, which I couldn't be the team captain of. Um, so I'm thankful that Luke did stepped you, up to be the team captain because it was, go ahead. Did you see my spreadsheet? Oh, no. I, <laughs> so, so, well, Kathy sent out a text message to me and Tiger and Luke. Like first and was like, Hey, I think the guys could, could, could handle the bird this year. Like, and we're like, yeah. And me and Tiger are like, yeah. And then we're both like, yeah, we're going to be like working on Wednesday. Like, Oh no, we, we just hadn't planned for it. And yeah. anybody can do it if we like have the time. And, and Luke, Luke kind of stepped up and was like, I'm going to be the team cat. Like, I'll do it. He didn't say I'll be the team captain, but I just thought of Captain America when he said I'll do it. So, um, so no, he, uh, and then, and then she sent out an email after that and Mott's, so Kathy sends out this email. Okay. She uses a bullet point list in an email. It's mm-hmm. like, come on. Right. And Mott's is like, we're not having this. Nope. Not having so it. So Mott's, Mott's, you know, instantly responds, not only taking up tasks, um, but with a spreadsheet, a Google spreadsheet, instant access and organization for everybody involved in the family. So I'm thankful for that. Um, but uh, let's see. On a, on a no, I'm. It was it was actually really fun, and it kind of got everybody kind of chit chatting about what we're gonna do. And um, you know, Thanksgiving. I am. I'm thankful for thankful for playing golf with my dad today. I've had kind That's of a nice. rough relationship with my dad for the last few years. That's a truth. That's a truthism. A truth fact. Pretty much everything I say is truth. Maybe I shouldn't tell so much truth. <laughs> anyway, but no, I, I I've had a, I've had a rough relationship with my dad. I mean, honestly, you know, this lifetime because my parents were divorced when I was little. Um, but um, very thankful for just kind of where that relationship has come to mm-hmm. and the time we get to be together. And and I think that um, I, I, I gave my rant earlier about not wanting to, I mean, your actions speak louder than words. And so I think as I do things, I know I'm always teaching my kids and I don't want to teach them that we should ever have to be like, you know, kind of stressed out around the holidays. Like people get stressed 
and they get miserable, especially families, you know, and, and I understand that. I'm not saying that in any sort of self-righteous way. I mean, you're talking about someone who's going on 13 years of marriage and four kids. Like, I've been there. But I also think that I, I think a lot about that, and I don't want to – I want to lead by example in a good way, and I want to but, – but what I was saying earlier about not putting up with, like, kind of, like, environments where you see your parents kind of not be happy and you watch family dysfunction, I don't want to pass that on. I want to be with people I love and, and know that – you know, family is really important. So like with my dad, like, yeah, we've had a rough relationship, but you also learn to value things over time. And I think that, you know, as you value relationships more than other things, you know, it makes me really, really thankful for the, uh, the relationships that I have with people because that's, that's, uh, I don't know, to me, that's it. That's what it's yeah. all about, man. So I'm thankful for my relationship with my dad. I'll keep it to that this time because I could go on and on, but I'll say I'm very thankful for that and where that relationship has come. And, uh, I'm thankful to have you here. Thankful for family. Family that's, yeah, that's blood or not. I mean, that's the way I think about it. I mean, anyway. But I, I, I'm thankful for how our listeners have taken on Carl Magnuson. You know what? Tell everybody what you told me earlier about this, because Carl, it might be time for a name change to officially make it Carl Magnuson. So I've been playing a lot on chess.com. I've been getting a lot of tweets from our listeners. And by the way, all of our listeners have been crushing me and it's still great. Um, there's a, actually that game, by the way, with Johnny Blunders oh, yeah? that was ongoing. It was literally King and I had, I think he had a Rook and I had a Knight. We drew it. You drew we it. drew it. You held that. We held it. Dude, that's amazing. We held it. We held it, was, it for it like 100 moves. It was harder for you. I mean, you were on the defensive end of that. Yeah. Way to go, buddy. Yeah. I'll see if I can find that game and link it in the show notes. Dude, that's, that's legit. Yeah. It was intense. Okay. And he gave me some props and he finally gave into it. But I will say, I've been, a lot of listeners have been starting new games, telling me how they're listening to the podcast, which is really awesome. And I try to take on as many games as I can, but I do have like 10 games going on at a time, which is hard to focus, I would say. But... One thing that I've noticed is that a lot of our listeners have been watching and naming Carl Magnuson by Carl Magnuson. <laughs> right. So Magnus, Magnus Carlson is his name, but we call him, I've famously now known for not pronouncing so it correct I'm at all. I'm thankful for Carl Magnuson. I'm thankful for that. Carl Magnuson. And our listeners, by picking up this trend of Carl Magnusonification of of Magnus. I'm surprised we don't have a Twitter parody account yet, Carl Magnuson. Someone's got to do that. You got to do this. So be somebody so will do it. No, somebody will do it probably after this episode. Yeah. I mean, Carl Magnuson on Twitter, I'd, fo I'd follow him. I'd follow him. <laughs> Sounds like a great guy. <laughs> right. So we did have a, a listener feedback, and I apologize. I don't have my phone with me because we're ordering some Peter Jungle, um, and my phone's upstairs, but um, Peter Jungle's so good. Peter um, Jungle. So good. Mm. Hashtag Peter. Hashtag Jungle. Um, so... Uh, <laughs> One of our listeners wrote in during my chess game, and he said that he's actually heading to London, and there's this international open. Well, start with what he said with you. So he said he, he's been following you yep. for a long time um, mm -hmm. via the Merge Conflict podcast. Yep. Um, and I'm sorry, I don't know his name because he wrote to you, but I know he said he, he's been following you via Merge Conflict, kind of in the tech world. Also talked about cycling. He picked up the cycling class in the winter, which he loved. Uh, yeah, I got to research more about it. I didn't have enough time before the episode. It's, it's like called like... Zwitter cycling. I think it's like soul cycling in the we got, winter. I we gotta no check idea. it out. I told you I did a cycling class. I dug it. Did you? I, yeah. No, what? When was this? I happening? dug it. Yeah, I did. I did a cycling class um like a month ago, and oh. it was it was one of those massive rooms where there's yeah. you know there's 150 bikes. All there sweaty. were like a dozen of us, but that's all we needed. I mean, and our our, our trainer. 
maybe Heather, uh, but she was awesome. Heather is awesome. Yeah, Heather is awesome, an awesome name, and I'm pretty sure uh, this this uh, woman's name was Heather, and so she she challenged us to look at that hill and get over that hill, and it was awesome. But um, anyway, sorry. So yeah, cycling from our listener, and then he talked about the London Chess Classic, right? But that's what it is, the London Chess Classic. He's going to London. He's going to London, and the London Chess Classic happens to be going on at the same time that he's going to be there, right? Now, I've never been to a live chess thing, competition, right. or o- over the over the board, OTB, if you will. OTB. And, and he has neither either. And he was asking about proper etiquette. Can, is everyone quiet? Is people cheering? Can he hoop and holler? Dude, first From of all, a pro, he if wanted you to know. get, if you, if you hoop and holler and, and, and get excited about it, just make sure somebody's filming it because we will share the bleep out of that via chess.com social media because chess needs more of that. But okay, the, 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 the real answer is OTB, over the board tournaments, classical chess tournaments have longer time controls. Um, the environment is going to be much more. It's not exactly what you see when you watch the Speed Chess Championship, where you've okay. got Danny and Robert having a blast, making inappropriate jokes. Even Matt, even Carl is listening to music on his headphones. By the way, he was listening to Taylor Swift at the last match. He told me. Naturally. T. Swift, right? So, you know, he's bobbing his... Like, it's not that, which is one of the things that people really love about this sort of future format is that... But you're going to see these guys be super focused, sitting over, uh, you know... Nice, comfy chairs, wooden chessboard. You don't have to worry about etiquette because you're just going to know when you walk in that it's like, it's like, it's like that, you know, you had the really fun grandma and then the grandma that was like glass tables. I can't touch anything in here. She'll yell at me or the aunt, whatever that is, right? You're going to know you're in that aunt's house, that grandma's house. You're not to touch. You are not to be too loud. Um, there are press areas where you can mm-hmm. go and hang out. There are usually a grandmaster or an international master on site who are kind of analyzing the games in a more talkative way. So those are usually analysis rooms, or they can call them Skittles rooms. I don't even know why they always call them Skittles rooms. Oh, there is like a, a thing of Skittles in that, there? No, there isn't. That's oh. the thing. There never has been. And as a kid, that was my first thought as well. But So Skittles rooms are sort of hangout rooms. It's for mess around. Uh, you'll, you'll see some blitz, people having fun playing oh, cool. blitz, sometimes some under-the-table gambling going on. So there, there's different aspects to an over-the-board tournament that, that can be really fun. The Skittles room environment, um, the analysis session. But while you're in there watching these guys play for hundreds of thousands of dollars, they are pretty serious. And I'd imagine. Are, it's a big... It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's big big money. And, and there should... We've always had lots of fun ideas about making it, giving more time to cheer. It's like after, you know, everyone's quiet when Tiger's about to swing, but after they swing, they're like, get in the hole. Yeah, yeah. You know, after the putt, it's like, get in the hole. I imagine it's like a golf. It's But are people, can you, what if you bring a, Big head, right? Into it. You should be able to, right? No, like if you if you somehow did that, um, buddy listener feedback, or if like after like once they're touching the piece and moving it, like once you can't affect the move anymore, why doesn't someone say like get that pin? <laughs> like get the fork. Like and I'm you're talking to someone who's a professional chess player who's played for big stakes and I want that. Yeah, I, I think fun. that would be so funny. That'd be good. We should do a video like that. It's yeah. a funny video. That'd be hilarious. anyway. So the answer is you don't need to worry about it. You're gonna be in grandma's house where you're not to touch anything. Just be be have fun. If you get a chance to be in one of the press rooms afterwards, you may get an autograph from Magnus. Really? Uh, I mean the London Chess Classic is a it's the it's kind of the grand finale at the end of the year every mm-hmm. year. That's cool. So I mean Anand will be there, uh, Carl Magnuson will be there, Nakamura will be there, uh, Karyakin will be there. Is so chess.com covering this? Oh, yeah. yeah. No, uh, three of our teammates, I'm not going, but oh. three, Mike will be there for our, our team. Peter will be there, and Maria will be there. We send our professional photographer, nice. Maria Emrilianova. Because she's famous because of the Carl... 
the the thing, the plate, the, the dish. Yeah, the she dish. was she was already good before that, but yeah, yeah. that that went viral Super on Reddit. Yeah. yeah. So Maria Emilianova, Peter Dockers. He's uh, he's Dutch, so I, I try to always say people's names correctly, but it's uh, Dockers. Uh, that's like Dutch, and, uh, Dutch. Uh, instead of Doggers. If you see the Deutsch. two Gs, you want to say Peter Doggy Dog, <laughs> but it's uh, Peter Dockers, um, and then Mike Klein. Nice. Those are our. Oh, so yeah. we'll have a team the, there. The Mike Klein. Yeah. The Mike Klein from. Uh, What's the what's the chess, not chess today, but the the other one chess center chess center yeah yeah so yeah. Mike will be there Peter will be there Maria will be there yeah. and um I'll be at home changing diapers you know Match. so they'll be they'll be having blasties Danny's children are adorable um <laughs> they've they've grown up before my eyes literally I think the last time I saw Talia was just like. Yeah, you were out the last time you were there. We played a game. What game did we play while we had some scotch? The, the, oh, that's right. We played, uh, the, what is it called? Uh, Darn it. I haven't played that it, game in a while. I want to get back into it. some famous mathematician. Yeah, it's a balance board. Um, it's, it's like sort of an A, maybe? Not, it's not Abacus, because that's the, the math no, thing. No, I need to ask Nash, but you know, so we good. that game was like our, our jam there. Yeah, right? I see a it in Target, and it's like $60. It's a great like, oh, game, man, and that so game good. was our jam, and now we haven't played it. Like, one of the last times we were really into it was when you were there. You know what we need to do? Blockus. Blockus. Oh, man, we have Blockus. Blockus. We so, sold more copies of Blockus on coffeehouse blenders that i totally thought yeah because you can see that like, we put the links in the, the thing oh, yeah? and then if you buy it so if you ever if anyone wants to support the show you can buy any well, of the by Amazon the way we'll find the like, link to the game we're talking about we make like 50 we'll cents it, so off a block there you go we'll put it in the show um yeah. the uh this balance game we're talking about but that's hilarious yeah. people bought blockers from us people love they the owe us all right yeah. <laughs> so good we're gonna play some blockers it's gonna right. be good anyway uh, we also have some other games we're gonna play you don't even know yet i brought a little game Ooh. called acquire what is that about? You're gonna see. Okay. okay. Yeah, I've, I've heard. Like Sean was like, he's like Danny. I'm a big game guy. Got some new games. And I'm and he's very really. Excited. He's just, she says he's really. It's time for excited us to go hit the wine and get to these games. Yes, that's I, the truth. Yeah. Well, Danny, I think it's been an amazing Thanksgiving. This has been a lot of fun. Yep. I, you know what? We gotta. I mean, this is an in-person kind of rare. Hopefully, people impromptu. You know, uh, are going with the flow and and let us let us uh, and, and let us. We we obviously went off on on different directions this show. Not so much yeah. coffee. Definitely made some blunders. Always. Uh, you know, every time I open my Classic. mouth. Classic. Yeah, um, basically. <laughs> every time I open my mouth. But uh, anyway, it's been a lot of fun. So let's let's go do it. Let's get to fam. Yep. And uh, thank you, all of our listeners. We're very thankful. For and, you. And, yeah. and give us that five-star review. We're always thankful for that. Yeah, we would love that. If you're going to do one thing on Thanksgiving, that's it. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't do anything else with that. But all right. Peace out, everybody. Yeah. I love, love you, buddy. You. All right. Let's go do it. Yeah.